Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, dear listener, and welcome back to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with me, Caroline Foran. This week, I am so happy to be joined by the incredible Sheila Shoga. She's an Irish TV presenter and broadcaster. She speaks regularly at events about breathing and meditation and connecting with the breath through yoga. She's found all of those tools so incredibly helpful after her own experience with cancer. And she's just an incredibly wise woman with so much to share. So I was thrilled to get the chance to sit down with her. So the topic of this episode is bullshit-free breathing and taking breathing as a tool for anxiety and seeing how it actually helps, how it affects cortisol, how we can implement it every day, and really the effect that it will have on our anxiety over a long period of time. It's something that I have turn to again and again. It's something sometimes that I've taken for granted because breathing feels so simple and silly sometimes that it could help with anxiety, but it absolutely does and it cannot be disputed. It's just really important that you implement it even on days that you feel good. As the theme of this episode is all about breathing and letting go and trusting and and just taking a moment, taking a breath, befitting that theme, I am also going to be taking a short break and a breath on this podcast series and wrapping up season one. It's been 25 episodes, I've been doing it since January, I've loved every moment of it, but it's time now for me to take a little break and focus on getting my third book written, which will be out next year. And the podcast season two will be back this autumn, so don't worry, it won't be too long. And I just need a couple of months to just get myself, get my ducks in a row. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so, as you'll be instantly notified whenever the series comes back. I haven't got a date set yet, but it will be early autumn. And as always, thank you so much for having joined me so far. It's been 25 great episodes with amazing guests, and I'm so grateful. I never expected the reaction that it's gotten. I'm still overwhelmed by the amount of messages I receive on a daily basis from people telling me how much they needed to find the series at a time in their life when they were really struggling or how much it made a difference for them um, and how much they learned about anxiety in a way that's very approachable and relatable. So I couldn't be prouder of of the work that we've done together and I'm really excited to come back for season two. I'll be traveling a lot more for season two over to the UK, interviewing some really high profile guests and chatting to some amazing experts. Whatever you feel like has been missing from this series, don't worry, it will come back for season two in just a short while. So I leave you now with Sheila and it will get you all kinds of zen for the week ahead. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. I'm joined today on Owning It, the Anxiety podcast by someone I have been dying to stand with for a one-on-one for so long. You have become kind of a, a WhatsApp therapist for me. It is the beautiful Inside and Out Sheila Shoga. And um, I'm so excited for this particular episode because it's it's funny the timing, the way it's worked out that it's not just a chat for, for the listeners, but I feel like I'm going to benefit so much from this because we're going to talk about breathing. And I feel a little bit like at the end of my tether now um, and I'm just a bit stressed out. You know, I moan about it on Instagram a lot about just feeling like you put so much of yourself into 
all these different passion projects and freelancing and then you kind of expend the energy and I'm, I'm forgetting to like breathe through it and you know take stock um so welcome to the podcast Sheila thank you um I suppose before we get into like the practicality of breathing um which and the reason I'm talking to you about it is I've seen you so many times at BO give these amazing talks and just the energy in the room when people follow what you're saying and they you can just sense this serenity just take over people when they actually connect to their breath and like for so long when I when my anxiety was so bad and someone would say oh like just breathe you'd be like fuck off like if, of course, if it was I mean, that simple I would just have done that by now yeah um but I kind of learned the hard way that it is such a major part of managing anxiety and stress and just day-to-day overwhelm um so you are that person for me on I've seen you do, do these kind of meditative moments through bio and it's been incredible. Um, but before we get into that, I want to just ask you a little bit about what brought you to this point where breathing and this sort of self-awareness is such a huge thing for you. Yeah, well, first up, I want to say I completely connect with so much of what you've said there because, and I think anyone listening will, because even if we think we have the tools to deal with the challenges, and, and you've learned so much between writing your books, doing mm-hmm. all your research, living it, knowing what works for you. But even then, we can still be throwing curveballs. And in the last few months, for me, on a personal level, I have felt like I have gone back 20 steps. Yeah. But when that happens, I realize, okay, I have to get back to basics here. And I think that's why it works, the likes of when I'm involved with Bill and I'm doing my talks and my meditations, that actually, I'm not saying anything new or different. It's not an original thought of mine. This is, is always been there. And it's ancient wisdom. It's just, it's the laws of nature we as as human beings are constantly breathing mm-hmm. our bodies are doing this you know amazing work on every moment of every day and we're not even aware of it and we've no respect for it a lot, and of, a lot of time we don't yeah i totally absolutely um but the second we start to become grateful for it and went and go okay well i have all this crap in my life that's causing me stress but actually let's look at what i do have and you start to bring it back simply to your body and even if you're feeling like you're not well, and I know what that's like having been sick years ago, having had cancer, even when you're going through an illness, there's still a lot to be thankful for. So there's always light in really dark times. I also know the feeling that when you're in it and you're really in it, and if someone comes along and says, Are all you have to do is X, Y, and Z, if you're like me, you might want to slap them. <laughs> and somebody else might want to cry, somebody else might want to hide. So it's very hard when you are in a, a shitty place or a dark place, when somebody comes along offering advice because it's very easy when things are good to feel like, well, I can so do that and I can try that technique and I know it works. The key is implementing them when the shit hits the fan. And for me, I know when I'm off kilter and it always comes out of my breath. Um, I'm a big believer in the fact that we're not just you know, a physical form that we are, we're layered as human mm-hmm. beings. So we have our bodies that is our physical. But we also have what's happening in our mind, which is our mental body. We have an emotional body, which is, you know, heart centered. And then I really believe in, in, I suppose, organs of the body being connected and emotional level as well. So Be- this is the Chinese, yeah, traditional Chinese medicine. Exactly. Philosophy. Exactly. So, um, a lot of people would suffer from back pain, lower back pain, maybe without realizing that they could potentially, it could be more coming from the kidneys, which locks fear, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, anger, they say, is the liver. And sadness and grief is connected to the lungs. So do you ever notice, it certainly happens to me, when I'm sad about something or I'm feeling heavy, and grief not just in the classic sense, but you can be grieving so many aspects of your life. You know, things can be moving and you can be grieving change. Yeah, grieving your youth or grieving yeah. a relationship. And you don't even realise it. Yeah. But I find that straight away I become very breathy and I'm sighing and I'm stressed and my breathing is up in high in my chest and I'm finding it hard to deepen it. Mm. It's a telltale for me. And just because I have learned what works for me and I like to share what works, it doesn't mean that I don't suffer stress are that it doesn't impact me but I, what I do know is when I do implement certain things and they are really really simple it massively helps so with the breathing techniques 
simple breathing techniques can be something that you can do in the car, on the way to work, on the bus, on the Lewis, washing a few dishes, whatever. There are so many things that can send us off kilter on a daily basis. You don't need to be sitting on a yoga mat in yoga gear <laughs> I think to do that's, it. that's the perception that people have that you need to like take time out of your day to yeah. breathe. Now, if you can do that, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. If that's your thing, fantastic. But like, literally sometimes I'll find that if I'm, uh, if I'm washing up a few dishes and I'm feeling that stress, I'll just take a second while I'm standing, close my eyes. My hands could still be in the, you know, in the basin of water and I'll just breathe really deeply in through the nose as far as I can bring it down my belly and visualizing the air almost traveling down helps me mm-hmm. hold it and then release it. And sometimes if I'm feeling really stressed, releasing with a sigh. Yeah. That's like the, the Ujjayi breathing technique, which yeah. I want to ask you about as yeah, well. Which is but gorgeous. I find that breathing is always something that comes back to me when I'm in the grips of anxiety. And it's something yeah. that I found like, like meditation, like mindfulness, you can't just turn to it when the shit hits the fan. You need to be doing it yeah, absolutely. all the time. It's like then, a muscle. Yeah, it's like a muscle. Like you need to be in the gym. You can't just suddenly go and lift 50 kilograms. You need to be working up towards it all the time so that it does benefit you when the shit hits the fan. Um, but I remember just feeling so... Obviously, your, your chest would tighten up with anxiety. It's such a common symptom of it. I felt like there was an elephant sitting on my chest mm. at sometimes. And then you sit down and you try and breathe and suddenly you become hyper aware of your chest and you, that even makes you more anxious. So I kind of back back in the day would have been like, oh, like I don't want to think too much about my breath because now I'm paranoid about that as well. Am I breathing right? So it's something that you need to maybe on a good day start to introduce. Not And, and then by the time a bad day rolls around, you're kind of familiar with this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a difference between soothing what's happening to you are activating it and I think there are ways of approaching it sometimes like putting on a funny movie and lighting a candle or you know just simply going for a rest is what you need Mm -hmm. other times you need to throw the runners on go out for a walk and be cleansed by the breeze you know there is a time and a place for everything and sometimes you want to just pull the duvet over your head and maybe that is the right thing to do mm-hmm. maybe just going for a sleep is the right thing but sometimes you need to activate yourself out of your mood it can be through music or movement and I have found that like putting on my favourite song and even dancing like an Egypt in the room oh yeah can just automatically shift how you feel in the moment and yeah it might not be it might not have the long lasting results that you need, but in that moment, it might just be the thing that helps. So I think having a checklist to go to is a good thing. And the more you become aware, as you said, the more you become aware what's happening here, the more you put it into practice, the easier it gets to spot the signs. I'm not doing so good and I need to really look at this. Okay, what have I done before that works? Well, I know that feeling sorry for myself actually might feel okay in the, in the moment, but actually it only it only actually intensifies the feelings of I'm down. So maybe I need to actually push myself out of my comfort zone and do something that ultimately will make me feel better. Um, And breathing can be very difficult. I mean, in my yoga study, so basically seven and a half years ago, I was told I had thyroid cancer. Through that year of treatment, I discovered I discovered yoga in a big way. And then I decided to do some courses in it because I wanted to deepen my understanding and like the exercise of pranayama, like the breathing aspect of yoga is still a challenge to me today because there are so many different breathing techniques that you can bring in. And the simple, the simple act of breathing, when you bring your focus into it, it does bring everything into your mind and it can be a challenge. So it is something to be practiced, but you don't necessarily. And I think people, that's why people feel frightened, that they feel how would I do it or is it for me it's for everybody because we're <laughs> you wouldn't be alive without it correct we're yeah. always doing it and did you turn to yoga and breathing as a way to sort of manage the emotions that went along with having cancer and going through that was it a coping mechanism for you it's a really good question I think initially I didn't realize the amount of um the the, re, the response I would have to a class because I was doing a, a, beaut- a beautiful class run by a, a really, really gifted teacher. And the aspect of yoga at the end when you lie down. Oh, the Shavasana. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, it's and she used to do a lot of meditations, I suppose, and that would bring up a lot of stuff for me. And I realized I was there was a lot of pain in my life. I was feeling very lost. I was feeling very broken because I had had a period of um, illness and then... I went through a breakup and then work situation finished. So I had a lot of stuff to contend with yeah. at once. Trifecta. 
Yeah, big time. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so I found that I got a lot from the meditations and I realized more than anything else was I had to stop feeling sorry for myself mm-hmm. and being the victim and like, poor me, my life is crap and take ownership for where I was. And that was the biggest gift that yoga brought me. And do you think with all those things that were happening in your life that were out of your control, mm. breathing is one thing that is within your control. Does that yeah. empower you? Does that is that... For me, that makes sense of why breathing is a tool for managing anxiety or managing anything because whether I talk a lot in the second book, The Confidence Kit, about stoicism and and one of the biggest teachings in that is to focus on what you can control and let go of the rest. Yeah, letting go is massive. Yeah, like in a shitstorm of all that was going on around you, you need to focus on what you can control. And it, it seems like there was very little that you probably could control, but your breathing and how you process things big was time. one of them. Big time, big time. And to this day, I find that, say before an event, or like you, if you're doing a talk, mm-hmm. or you're involved in something, if I if I do feel a little bit, oh, I'm getting a bit nervous mm-hmm. here, taking a moment just to ground myself, mm-hmm. feel balanced, take the few deep breaths, and trust, and let go. Mm-hmm. They're huge. So breathe, trust, let go. And they would always be kind of things I would go to. Um, trust that the information is there I know it I'm okay I got this even if you're feeling like oh, I don't know what's going to come out or what I'm going to do it's in there you just have to you have to let go of hanging on hanging on mm. and that really comes from from breathing and it does take a few breaths but I find that the more I do it the quicker I get into that relaxed state yeah because it's like it is as you said it's, it is a muscle and it does require training mm. um but if you're a little bit skeptical about the power of what a few deep breaths can do why don't you do five to ten really conscious deep breathing you might be surprised at how you feel before and after you may feel no difference at all or you might feel like oh things may be not as scary as i thought they were i feel a huge difference even if i just have you know one deep breath you know when you're scrolling on instagram and you'll see it like i just saw one earlier saying breathe like you mean it and just when i saw that i was like my awareness just came completely into my breath I inhaled right down to my belly and like a really slowly exhaled and even just that alone yeah. made me feel like, you know, okay, I'm in control of my situation here. But is Brilliant. it as simple as having a few breaths? Because that might just sound so simple to someone. And it, it, Yeah, and it, and, it, and it is. It's not It's not the only thing. I suppose there are myriad things that, are, that you know, that are worth trying and exploring when when you're feeling burnt out mm. or anxious or you're in fight or flight. But it's, okay, so talk me to the breathing is, you don't want to be in a situation where you're breathing, you're, you're conscious of your breathing, but you're just expanding your chest. You want to get it right down into your, your belly. That's the ideal, right? The ideal, yeah. Well, for me, what works is, is, is visualizing the air almost traveling in through the nose, down the back of the throat, down, down, down into the tummy. And then I suppose the opposite of what we do normally in normal life is we're expanding the tummy out like a balloon. So let it all hang out. And then what you're doing is you're relaxing. And the key to breathing and the magic lies in the pause mm, of I the breath. I love that pause at the end. Yeah. And between. So when you're breathing deep and you're holding a full tummy of air, trusting, and it can be difficult because expanding the length of time you can pause as well, that gets easier and better over time. Um, and it does take practice because initially the initial reaction in the body is to let go the second that you've, yeah. you, you've taken that deep breath in. But if you can relax the mind to trust that this is okay, it's, it's amazing how, how long you can actually hold it. Mm. So that's, that's, that's lengthening the pause is, is a really good exercise as well. So then when you're ready, releasing with control, if you mm. can, and expand how you're breathing out whether it's through the nose or through the mouth, whether you're sighing or whether you're releasing it really, really gently. Um, it's it, it does become like you can feel it. You can feel the endorphins. You can feel the rush that comes in. And it doesn't happen straight away because it does take time for the for the mind to just, you know, stop racing, yeah. I suppose, you know. And on a very practical level, obviously in the book, I, I have the chapter, it's called Bullshit Free Breathing. And we were having this chat before we started recording about how I'm very much into the practical and you'd call yourself a bit of a hippie, um, yeah. which I love. But for me, whether you're thinking of it in a spiritual sort of context or whether you're looking at it practically, it doesn't really matter. All that matters is the effect it's having on you. And yeah. from what I've read um, and from what I've researched with breathing, when you do bring your attention to those kind of deep 
breaths and you, and you do it often enough throughout the day you're on a very practical hormonal level you're lowering the cortisol in your body and that is our goal with anxiety big time the impact is, on yeah. everything yes so you're just calming even if it feels like something kooky or silly or like state the obvious breathing which is right there in your arsenal of tools in you you don't need to pay for it yeah you don't need to do anything that in itself can already help to correct the imbalance of the stress hormones that are way out of whack and, totally. and like stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is what we want in the driving seat for anxiety. So Big for time. me, it comes down to literally that, the bio. And, and it does for me as well. I mean, yeah. and what we were saying before, and yeah, I do call myself a bit of a hippie, but then mm. I'm, a, I'm like we all are, we're, we're complicated and we have a lot of different facets to our personality. I'm also a pragmatist yeah. and I'm a massive believer in science and fact and logic <laughs> and give me the fact here. But what I have discovered from from these techniques mm. and you know I'm big into using sound techniques as mm-hmm. well to bring about a sense of calm in the body and the impact that has on boosting your immune system and boosting your mood and as you said lowering cortisol and everything else um, is that the evidence has been in my life that this stuff works it's not just gobbledygook and talk and Ara, it sounds great and you know it's I'm not about that I don't care because I also when you enter into the world of um examining your life you'll realize that some of the most evolved people are not necessarily going to be the ones that you look the part um and you know you have you'll have you know you'll you'll meet business people that are true hippies mm-hmm. they might not look like it but they are and then you'll find the flip point you'll find people that might look the part but are not walking what they're talking about mm-hmm. so it's about just Getting real with yourself, owning it for yourself first and foremost, because geez, when you get to that place, things get a lot, they get a lot harder because you have to do the work, but also in a lot of ways they get easier. Um, But yeah, the practicality of the simple act of breathing and realizing for me, it's like, wow, this shit works. It's great. Um, It's liberating. What do you say to someone who thinks, oh, that's rubbish or whatever? Try it give it a go and if it doesn't work if you're not maybe succeeding doing it on your own we are so lucky that we have so much most of us own a mobile phone mm-hmm. yeah? yeah and like we have all of these resources majority of them free online type it in you'll be surprised you'll probably find something on youtube or a free app or whatever that'll talk you through a bit of breathing and if you follow it sometimes it's it that's why i think say doing talks or meditations at bio work because it's not about me it's just the fact that i'm facilitating somebody to access that level of clarity within themselves i respond so well to that though because i feel like if you're an anxious person or you're you're too much in your head that's kind of the problem with anxiety yeah. is that you kind of need to you know like mindfulness everything is, is all about like being super self-aware and sometimes when you're really anxious that's the last thing you want to be is you want mm. to get your mind out of yourself so focusing on someone else who's telling you what to do kind of means you don't have to be thinking so much you literally just it's a guide and that for me takes the pressure off hugely yeah. especially if someone is not as comfortable like I would not be comfortable to sit down in you know a room for an hour and just meditate I would be that would give me so much anxiety sure. so for me it's as simple as five minutes plugged into my phone or whether it's listening to you sometimes just your voice notes have that meditative effect on me and I think that's you don't need to be a master of you know you don't need to be like a yogi Himalayan monk anyone can do it I mean Mm. I was listening to Blind Boy's podcast and at the end of one of his he decides to just do a meditation it's brilliant because he just he goes I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it yeah and it's brilliant I was like god and it was it was unexpected and I got so much from it personally and uh, I suppose when the rubber bandits came on the scene years ago, if somebody said, well, X amount of years down the line, you're going to actually just mm. totally get to place a cam listening to Blind Boy doing meditation, I would have went, really? Are you? Mm. Wow. How brilliant is that? So anyone can do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you sound like or what you do. It, as you said, sometimes it just requires somebody to talk you through it. And I so connect with that. Um, because in those times when I was really struggling, and it's not like I don't struggle anymore, I do but I've learned the tools. Mm-hmm. That's where I got that is going to a yoga class or doing a meditation or going into my YouTube and putting a meditation on and following it because doing it myself was felt in when you're in it, that felt like a challenge. Mm. So definitely. And you, have, you already have enough pressure on you, I suppose, if you're dealing with different things. So it shouldn't be, you know, I hate to think that 
meditation it becomes another thing people feel like they need to nail or get right yeah. because then that's counterproductive and mm. I feel like I mean I've talked about this in a couple of different articles it was amazing when the whole wellness industry came about because it suddenly caused mm. us to be more aware but for me it became like yet another thing to succeed at or another tool to measure your self-worth with like are you you know you're killing it in the work you're killing it in the gym you're an awesome friend you have a great social life and you're really looking after yourself so well yeah. like the antidote became part of the problem yeah, so yeah, I think I it's really hugely important that people know that they can take it at their own pace and that like whether it's even th- things like, you know, like buying like a wellness journal and you open it and there's like 52 things to consider today before you start your day. And like, that's another thing I'm stressing about. Mm. So I, I don't want people to think of meditation as another weight on their shoulders. I want to think of it as something that's already there that they just need to become aware of. Totally. I think it's so important. And also what I yeah. find is that and I would have been like this as well, people with anxiety can be quite all, all or nothing thinking. Mm. So they think, I'm going to try Reiki. That either works or didn't work. Oh, I'm still the same. Or I'm going to try, you know, CBT. Or I'm going to try exercise, whatever. Breathing is not going to cure your anxiety at all. You're going to have to address the problems. You're going to have to look at your lifestyle. You're going to have to look at, I mean, s- simple things is, are you having loads of caffeine, which I did in another episode. Yeah. But breathing is one spoke in the wheel that comes together to form you're owning it or you're you're managing it so do you think people maybe put too much pressure on breathing to think that it's gonna you know people like say i'm gonna sit down now for 10 minutes and all my problems are gonna be gone yeah possibly and i think what you said there in terms of people wanting say trying different disciplines looking to be healed i mm-hmm. think you know instead of wanting something to fix you and i'm gonna be honest when i went to my first yoga class i probably was a bit like come on heal me fix yeah. me and then when the penny finally dropped, I went, right, okay, shit, it's actually up to me. Mm. I have to do this. It's not up to like attending a class or doing a course, whatever. So I have to put the work in. And if I really want to implement change, it's all about going inward. <laughs> Which, as you said, I would imagine, and from everything you said, and from chatting to friends of mine who do, you know, live with anxiety, um, the idea and the thought of going inward is the last thing we want to do exactly. sometimes. Yeah. And I suppose, so I have to be mindful of what I'm saying and, I, and I'm and i still learning. Um, but let's take the pressure off with the breathing. Uh, maybe it's simply that you, and if we want, if you, let's, will we try maybe yeah. even me talking through I would a love really, that. really simple, rather than going into a full meditation, yeah. just simply bringing awareness into the body. Yeah. So say, for example, someone is listening to this on their lunch break and work and they're sitting at their desk with their headphones in. They don't need to be in a yoga room with a mat with like some sort no. of scarf all over them. And you never do. No, you never, never do. do. So because, let's yeah. disrupt that image. Yeah. Because the, the essence of yoga anyway is is living life. It's about, it's about, it's a way of being. It's yeah. not about just doing the postures on a mat and going to your class. When you really get into, into, the, into the philosophy of yoga, it, there are guidelines and ways to live mm. so you can implement it anywhere you don't have to look a certain way or dress a certain way to do and it and it doesn't so, need yeah. to be an hour it could be totally. 60 seconds exactly yeah. that's the thing um. a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Um, is there a meditation that you think would be a nice introduction for people to just maybe... Well, as you said, through? if you're just yeah. simply sitting down, how yeah. about... So I'm going to... If, if you are standing, you can totally do it standing. Um, but I'm going to maybe speak to the person who is currently sitting. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be your, your student. Yeah. So look, we both were sitting here with our legs crossed. So I'm just going to uncross the legs. Mm-hmm. So placing the feet on the ground, first and foremost, so you're feeling nice and balanced and grounded. And it's about just bringing awareness into the body and noticing any areas of tension and tightness, which the second we do that, <laughs> at times the body can feel like contracted and tight. So that's okay. At this point, all you want to do is, is gently become aware without any judgment, without any extra levels of anything. You're just simply observing. So we're just become, become an observer of our own bodies. So feet planted on the ground, Become aware of our legs. You're moving, as it were, up the legs, into the knees, front and back, into the upper legs. And notice where you're sitting on your chair. Is your balance over to the left or right side? So you're going to feel nice and grounded and relax the lower back. Simply become aware of where your body is connected to the chair. We can slouch over a lot. So an easy way to fix our posture is simply to bring the shoulders up towards the ears, roll them back and the, command them to relax down. Relax, release, let go. If you can, place your hands on your lap with the palms facing upwards or however way you want to place them. Nice, relaxed, open body. All is good. I am safe. I am where I'm meant to be. You can close your eyes if you can. You can leave them open if you want. It's totally fine. At this point, you're simply going to follow my voice and become aware of your breath. So we're going to breathe in deeply in through the nose. Expand the tummy, relaxing the shoulders, holding for as long as you can and release with a sigh. Breathing in again. Releasing, waiting, and breathing in, and release when you want. Go at your own pace, that might be faster or slower than mine, continuing to breathe in, relaxing, and releasing. Breathing in, noticing the cool air in through the nostrils as you breathe out, warm temperature, you change, continuing again to breathe in. which makes me feel like god caroline why don't you do that more often it's so simple and it's right there at your disposal yeah i just feel but this, like but this like honestly the same for me yeah i know the same but that's the me. thing like we are in this industry and we need yeah. to remind ourselves of what we say all the time not not you that's know, right not everyone has it figured out all the time but when i do that i realize how much tension i'm holding without realizing it you know just walking around just holding on bracing yourself and i guess so much of that is is physical but also i feel it's emotional in that like I've a hard I'm not necessarily willing to just like let go and trust that the right things are happening and they're supposed to happen and with anxiety you've such a need for control so mm-hmm. you hold yourself tightly and you you want to know what's happening you know you know you want to know how things are going to pan out and that's why so much tension happens because there's so much in life that we cannot 
control yeah. you don't know if you go for a job interview if it's going to work out you don't know when you go to do public speaking if you're going to fall on your face so in order to manage your anxiety and in order to really tap into your breathing and to benefit from it there needs to be willing to like let go a little yeah bit. it's huge it's a huge and it's a massive thing for me because and i've spoken about this at, uh, at bill and at different events as well in that I'm a big believer in surrender, let go. There are postures you can do in yoga. Now, there obviously are many other disciplines that explore similar, because at the end of the day, everything is connected. But it, I'm it's because I do believe in something bigger, I do believe there's a higher force, um, I get massive comfort from that. Mm. So whatever you want to call it for you, what resonates for you, whether it's the notion of God, our Mother Earth, our mm-hmm. whatever. But I definitely believe there's something big and beautiful mm. that's kind of watching out, whether you want to call the universe, whatever. So I that gives me massive comfort, but I don't always feel it. So I do have to do the work. And I did mention before that chanting is a big thing for me. So mm. there is a there's a chant that I do. And it's, it's Sanskrit and it's Om Sharanam. That means I surrender. So when I really feel like I'm starting to contract and resist something or feel like I want something but I'm afraid of that step outside the comfort zone that it requires, I will chant. I can do it, I can do it actually completely in my mind mm-hmm. without making any sound or I can just say the words and I can whisper it. Or I can chant it out like big, loud chanting, usually on my own, mm-hmm. usually in the car. But you can't type it on your phone because that would be counterproductive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is that. I honestly feel the difference. And perhaps, you know, whether you believe in the idea of it or not, maybe. But it's knowing what I'm saying and what I'm putting out to mm. the world. And yeah, and, and like for, I think for a lot of politicians, you know, they can do when they get nervous, people can like hold their finger, their mm. forefinger and their thumb together. It's just something that takes you out of your head and gives you something else to focus on, whatever yeah. it is for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is, you know, Absolutely. you can't deny that. No, and what, and then you, and that's, that is it. Whatever works for you is the thing. So there'll be people who will listen to this, who this won't be their bag. And then another episode of your podcast will be like, oh my God, I love this. This yeah. completely speaks to me. I get this. I can work with this. And that's great. So it's about finding your thing, mm. finding what works for you. Not all of us are the same. Not all of us respond to the same things. Yeah. But like whatever about believing in, in the higher power and thing, breathing is something that we all, nobody can deny. It's it's yeah. very, very powerful. It's, you. everyone can feel it when they get anxious or tense that their breathing, their breathing suffers. And for me, it's really about focusing on the breath, the breath more often in my life so that when it does get tough I can like you say recognize it much sooner and say hang on a second I can feel myself tightening up here yeah um, and I think I'm so bad myself for remembering to tune into those things that I know work for me when I feel well yeah you know it's 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 a lot harder to be I don't know what I'm trying to say is no I get what you're saying you know don't just look at the problem to fix the problem when it's when it's right there at boiling point at a critical point it's a daily thing and it's totally you know and it becomes less pressure when you look at it that yeah. way as well so do you with your breathing obviously we're breathing all day every day but do you like have any kind of ritual do you like wake up in the morning and do a number of deep breaths before you get out of bed before you look at your phone like what is what what do you do I, at the moment I don't and it's probably something that I need to go back to because I'll be honest a few months back I would have mentioned it already a few months back I felt totally burnt out and what happened to me was exactly what you said and I realized and it was it was tough for me to accept but I I am and I know you're the same we're about being real and honest and particularly I think when you go into the space talking about wellness and well-being I'd feel like a fraud if I didn't own the fact that I don't always have my shit together and, and and at times I can be off balance and I was neglecting the basic stuff that I should have been doing because I was in this zone of my priority is my little boy, 21 months, you know, I need to mind him and then I'm work and and then, you know, I have a partner, uh, but my own needs were actually being put and no one to blame. Yeah. I was making excuses first and then what happened? I felt burnt out. I felt like I was in fight or flight. I felt like I was completely reactive rather than responding to situations and I went, right, I had to go back to basics here. So I realized that I did have to pay her back. And I'm still a work in progress. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still working through my own stuff because that is the reality of life, even for the most, in inverted commas, evolved person. Mm. None of us are entirely without 
challenges being thrown at us are without flaws we're all flawed and there sometimes will be situations where life will come at us at a rate of knots and even when we have the tools you can be tested Mm -hmm. and the universe I think can can test a lot and there's always lessons to be learned but instead of actually seeing it as a negative now I kind of go okay what's to be learned from this bring it on bring it on Mm -hmm. because I'm a big believer that of the whole idea of the rainbow after the rain you know Mm -hmm. so um on a daily basis now what I have found is trying to bring awareness into it and I'm noticing that I have slipped in my behaviors over the past number of months because my focus has been um but it has been hemorrhaging rather Mm -hmm. than going internal and doing the work and it manifests for me in different ways we all have our quirks we all have different things for me I find and it might sound like a silly one but for those who know me who listen to this will totally get it I'm like, a, and I've been called this in the past, I'm like a squirrel. Mm. When I'm having a sort of inner turmoil, it'll manifest in bags. I will keep stuff in bags okay. that I won't empty. So I'll be, I have a little bag today, small brown bag that I have today. But if I don't go home and empty that, that'll stay in a corner along with another bag. Oh that my God, I do emptied. that all the time. Yeah, but that I feel, I have learned that's a reflection of what's going on in my thoughts and this lack of clarity or this lack of and when I start to go through the bags and empty crap out mm. I start to feel a lift I start mm. to feel better so the only reason I'm saying this is I never want people to think that I am putting myself up as someone who who knows it all but I do know what works and I also have discovered that we all have a gift some of us have many gifts but I know for me what I can do and what I was meant to do was to use my voice and life has taught me a lot of lessons along the way where I need to be using it authentically. Number one, to help myself. And if it can potentially help others, isn't that a great thing? Mm. But um, so that's why I feel like a fraud if I wasn't to express that I don't always have it together. And discovering and becoming aware that we all have quirks mm-hmm. and things. And instead of the past, I would have just, you know, not seen the fact that, okay, this is happening. Now I see it and it, 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 it's a little bit unnerving because I, now I know, all right, I need to deal with this because if I don't, it's going to snowball and get bigger as an issue. Yeah, but having that awareness means that, it, you know, like for me with the anxiety, I always say the first time that you educate yourself around what's going on and you really peel back the layers and step back and say, whoa, like assessing and addressing what's going on, that is the hardest. But it doesn't mean anxiety won't come back to you, but when it does, you're like, okay, I've yeah. been here before, I recognize it, I know what to do. So it's never about getting to a point where anything is cured. You have it all figured out. And I, 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 hope, I hope no one feels that. No, and it's not about beating yourself you know? up. In fact, yeah. it's so important to be nice to yourself, yeah. Yeah. to be kind, because when you start on this path of self-discovery or self-examination, it can be really tough. Mm. So being kind, being nice to yourself, telling yourself that you're doing good because you are, and you're always doing better than you bloody think. I know. I you know, know, always. Yeah. And people on the outside would look at you and think, God, you're doing great. And then you'll be self-critical and you'll be, you know, you're always, you are doing better than you think. Mm-hmm. And just be nice to yourself. Kindness is so important when you start to, anyone even that's listening to your podcast, the second you start to tune in to the, to what you're about, what you're doing, you're on the step, you're on the way, you're yeah. trying to help yourself and you should be applauded for that. Mm-hmm. Because it ain't easy. No. It ain't easy to do it. It's easier sometimes to stay stuck and stay in those old ways of being that don't necessarily help you, but that's your safe zone. That's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. But when you start doing this, it can be tough. So first, for someone listening who is hopefully convinced of the power of the breath, because I know it's changed your life and you would credit yeah. breathing alone with so much of your recovery from cancer and from getting to a point where you can cope much better with what life throws at you now. Big time. If someone was to say, okay, give me something practical to do, like, so for the next week, maybe every morning, could they, would it be a good idea? I mean, even something I want to maybe do is leave the phone out of reach in the morning and like sort of set yourself a challenge of doing, you know, five to 10 deep breaths before you even get out of the bed. Yeah, it's it's, it's something I did for a short time and I need to revisit it. But it requires, it does require discipline. Yeah. And I bought an alarm clock that I, I'll be, I'll be totally honest, I can't figure out how to bloody well set it. <laughs> and because we have a, a young baby, kind of don't really need an alarm yeah, yeah, anyway, because yeah. he'll wake. But uh, it's something I would like to do. And it, it, 
that has always been I remember like I would I haven't been on one in a while but I would treat myself to doing yoga retreats and mm. in one of them it was like yeah make sure it was always a thing make sure the phone is out of the room and do not engage in emails or Instagram or Facebook until you have kind of greeted the day so yeah if you can if you can start the day by just be, lying back in the bed and just taking a few deep breaths mm-hmm. the difference it'll make to your day stepping up and out but even if you don't do it at that point and if you're you're in the rush 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 when you leave the house whether you're getting behind the wheel or you're going on a walk into the bus or you're going for a walk you can do it while you're moving yeah so you don't have to be like yes we did that little exercise there i don't know how long it took but it was simple and maybe we were speaking to the person who was sitting down but you can do it with your eyes fully open fully aware i, I do it when i'm driving mm. or yeah, when I yeah, traffic yeah. lights and if you get into the habit of doing it when say if you hit a traffic lights instead of just you know looking around or whatever that's your reminder okay the traffic lights are a reminder to take a breath what i find is a good um exercise and challenge is to take the day the moments in your day where you're bored because we have such a low tolerance for boredom which i think is a problem it's making us far less capable of focusing and concentrating Mm -hmm. if you're in a queue for something instead of whipping out the phone use those couple of minutes or a couple of seconds even there to to while you're waiting for something to to just focus on your breathing and those little inserts into your day like just punctuate your day with those little moments of instead of feeding the frenzy of picking up the phone and looking for something to do um like kind of check into that and also like i think a fear people have is that like they're going to look weird if they're not like if they're on their own like you know if you're if you're waiting for someone in a coffee shop you're going to take out the phone yeah no one else is looking at you they're thinking about themselves so i'm really enjoying these days just well done you're doing that just looking around while i'm waiting for something and being like well there's people walking by i love people watching and just breathing while i'm doing it and it's the most simple thing ever but as you say when life gets hard or when there's anxieties or whether people are ill or anything that's going on for anyone listening and I've said this so many times as well and you said it as well which makes me feel so glad that I'm saying the right thing but it really does come back to bringing everything back to basics it does so whether that is back to basics of what you're putting into your body back to basics of is your body are you moving your body back yeah. to basics of are you sleeping are you resting and back to the most basic primal basic of are you breathing yeah and are you aware of it totally and even sometimes throwing yourself into the shower because if you're in a really crap day and you don't even want to brush your teeth and you just you're in the dressing gown yeah. that's it that's the plan for the day or you feel like I'm not just I'm just I'm, I'm t- taking myself out and this is going to be my day but why not try throwing yourself into the shower and the difference the water on your body yeah. makes you feel and it is cleansing and you know that's a, probably a conversation for another podcast yeah. and another day but like water and I'm a big believer in the cleansing power of water and how it's connected to our emotions and what's going on but anything that can shift and change what's happening in the body or snap you out of it um when you're in it these things are hard but don't overcomplicate it just try and do simple stuff and if it is just to take a deep breath or take a shower it might be the thing that that'll help a little bit and what's the most important thing of all? If you're really struggling, pick that phone up and yeah. ring a friend. Never allow yourself to get that deeply in it that you can't reach out to someone who loves you and you can say, I'm just not doing good. Like, I just maybe want to talk at you for a while or will you pop over and have a couple with me or will we go for a walk? But it's, it's uh, you know, don't be on your own because none of us are. Mm. None of us are. Mm. And all of us, have been through shit times. Um, so we all get it, you know. Yeah. Some people get it more than others and some friends are a bit more understanding. So you will attract the people you need in your life and mm. move towards the people that that are your tribe, you know, and... Uh, and let go and let a little go. bit. Yeah, Big even time. on a very physical level to let go because I think, as especially for women we're always taught to hold our tummies in and, and you know, totally. and you look at little kids and they're standing there with the, the little pot belly sticking out and it's so cute. And we're also afraid of what that looks like. So we learn to tense ourselves and to hold that in. Even when we're sitting down, we don't. And I, you know, I struggle to sit here and do that. But even if I wear like a nice baggy hoodie, I love the feeling of just like yeah. letting it all hang out. So whether if you're doing it physically, you're, you're allowing yourself to do it emotionally. Totally. You know, and vice versa. Yeah. So be mindful of that as well. And don't just feel that you you have to be that way because society tells you to do so yeah um so i would love if people are listening to this and if they decide that for the next week between now and the next episode they want to maybe take that challenge of starting the day before they get the phone of doing even just five breaths and just writing maybe writing down how you feel 
after you've done it or how, how your day goes having started that way or whether it's you're waiting for your coffee order maybe get a decaf and while you're waiting for it to come don't pick up the phone but just do those five breaths and just start to see when things are you're having a normal day add those little bits in and you kind of start to fill up the bag with resources mm. and tools and then when, when life gets hard hopefully that will be another thing you can turn to along with all the other tools that we've explored in the podcast yeah Sheila thank you so so much I have loved every minute of chatting to you likewise I feel so much more serene now from just even doing that couple of minutes meditation and knowing that we're all in it together and totally and, you know and I've learned from you like listening us talking as well I've got so much from it and what you're doing and, and what people are able to access through all the different guests you've on it is great and as you said it is just another it's another tool in the old kit yeah and and if it's a thing that is is the light bulb moment for you brilliant yeah brilliant and don't just as you said use it on the on the good days um or use it when when you feel like you need to yeah. use it on the good days yeah and get it into practice so then when the curveballs come your way you might just feel like oh i can handle them a bit better yeah, yeah. just breathe through it yeah yeah thank you so much thanks Mel. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.